all these pieces have to come together for that moment. Mm -hmm. And nobody knows what that moment is until after the fact. Mm -hmm. And so I now look at like the kingdom of God in that same light. Mm -hmm. It's like we all have a significant piece, whether you're in the forefront and the spotlight's on you or whether you're in the background and nobody even knows. Welcome to Winning Conversations. We are so glad you're here today. And we are here with Brad and Marty Galbraith. How are you guys? Great. We're good. Great. Dan and I are super excited to spend super. some time with you. And what you don't know is that Brad has been on our podcast team since the beginning. And nobody has heard his voice because he's in the background. It's too bad, too. It's um, nice. Yeah. Thank you. And See? he's done all of the editing for just nearly every single episode. He is the heaviest lifter on the team for sure. Like, I don't think we can say enough <clears throat> for those of you who, like, have listened or been fans and everything else. If Brad wasn't here, <laughs> this doesn't <laughs> exist. Like, there's no way to say so that politely. True. Like, the editing, there is so much recording that's on the ground from us making horrific mistakes. Like, right. We're like, sorry, sorry, Brad. Like, Again, we're sorry. It's the most common phrase in the podcast. If you're, like, in the behind the scenes, little inside trader here, like, we always say sorry, Brad, so often because we make mistakes, we flub our words. Right. And now he's here. So yep. you, we don't have to apologize. We can apologize right to his face um, <laughs> about all the editing he has to do when yeah. he's not here. So, yeah, it's it's unbelievable how much you put into this, this whole production. From yeah, start it's to been fun. It's been a great experience, so. Yeah, um, I, I, I really can't understate enough like how imp- impactful it has been on this vision that, that, that I had. And, of course, Marty came along and made all of this look beautiful also. Um, but without, without the gifts that you've had and the ability to learn and, and, and grow and figure things out as we go, I mean, it's been kind of – I mean, we think we've talked a lot about the very first episode <laughs> when I laid my, flap, my laptop out and we're like, yeah. all right, we're it doing was, a podcast. It was crazy. Here we go. That was so funny. It was, it was fun. great. But you've well, been with us the whole way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I remember, I think it was Marty that she was like, hey, I heard a rumor that Tanya's starting a podcast. Because she, <laughs> she knew that she knew that I just like I like podcasts. I would listen to them a lot, especially driving or working. I would always be listening to them. And I was just like, if we're doing that, I want to be a part of it. And I think I just came to you. I was like, yeah. And I was like, hey, if, if there's something I can do, I'm willing to do it. I don't know what to do or how to do it, but I'm willing to Same. give it a, give it a yeah. whirl. And <laughs> we're like, Hey, you're going to do the most important thing, possibly the most important thing in the podcast. So. <laughs> like, make it exist. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Just kind of fell into it and just <clears throat> figured it out along the way. Best I could. What have been, what's been like a lesson or the biggest thing you've learned along this way? I mean, I think, you know, I just had to get a lot more, a lot of these things, you know, dealing with audio and stuff. Like I play guitar, I've been music. Um, so these are all things I've, I've guess I've been familiar with, but never really like got into real deep and heavy, never did it professionally, never really. Um, so getting, you know, trial by fire of like really trying to edit something that's actually being released, you know, like I've recorded music and stuff in the past, but it was like, I would do it, listen to it. Oh, that was fun. And then that was it. Like it never actually went anywhere. So mm-hmm. So now it's actually going out and, you know, getting thousands and thousands of listens. Yeah. Crazy. Um, so it, so I think that's been one of the coolest parts is just being <laughs> a part of that, knowing it's, knowing I'm a piece of that. Yeah. 
And if I can add, he is such a researcher. So if you give him a task and if he doesn't fully understand, he's going to sit there and research and research and videos after videos, you know, like that's just how he's always been and how I've always known him to be is such a researcher. And I would like geek with them with it you know just like messing with them but honestly like that's what has made him so successful in life is because he does the background um understanding of everything yeah so So it's been fun like i said i played guitar and you know so i knew some stuff about audio but not to the extent that i needed to know for this project so i've learned a lot (laughs) along the way um you know i i like Cameras, I've, you know, I've had, you know, a couple of Canon cameras that done photography, you know, not the professional again, but just, you know, it's, I I always thought it was fun. Right. Um, I like creating, I like that kind of stuff, but it's normally more on the digital side. Like I'm not a drawer, not a painter, none of that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I've played with Photoshop and like I said, had Canons and, you know, had a little photography, you know, page going at one point when I was a teen. Um, But, you know, like it it was just kind of like, oh, it's kind of fun to do. Um, but like, I'm the kind of person that I like to have like a purpose behind something. So it's like, I can only do something for fun for so long. And then, you know, you kind of get burned out. Cause it's like, what's the real point. So being a part of something like this is like, there's a lot bigger purpose. That's a lot bigger than me. Um, so it's been fun to get in and be a part of that and, and take those things that were just kind of hobbies and interests and actually turn them into something that's has kingdom purpose behind it. That's great. Well, I think just for knowing you, like there is a desire for excellence Yeah, and you, it's really hard to just to play with something yeah. and not operate at excellence. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, some people can just dabble here and there, yeah. but when you know that your desire is for a next level production or a next level output, whatever yeah. that is, it's really difficult just to kind of like, eh, yeah, not take exactly. it seriously. And I tend to p- pick hobbies that to get to that level, it's like thousands of thousands of dollars. So I think a lot of times in my personal life, that's where I hit that lid. It's like, okay, <laughs> okay. I spent enough money here, you know, uh, that, that's probably you good. Know what? I'm you good know what? Yeah. <laughs> so lesson that's learned. Good. Yeah. That's good. Well, uh, a lot of your life story uh, has to do with how you've been able to impact the kingdom of God. So uh, tell us a little bit about what you do for a living, but also how, how is that bridged into church? ministry so i'm electrical engineer um so smart professional nerd um most people (laughs) master nerd um master nerd (laughs) i get get paid to be a nerd right (laughs) yeah Yeah. doing it next level so yeah i think you know growing up i just always had like a you know most people probably say like a natural gift you know i I truly believe it's a gift from god of just kind of figuring things out working with you know, mechanical and, you know, electrical type mm. stuff. Like, I don't know, for some reason it, it kind of makes sense in my mind in a way that I can't explain. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always been fun. So, you know, growing up as a kid, I would, you know, I'd had to like take my bike apart to put it back together just to, just to see why, you know, I'd, I'd build stuff with Legos, you know, it's like always wanting to build stuff. And so, um, then as I got a little bit older, I went into the air force and, you know, I did avionics, technician for like the F-15. So I was working with like the radar systems and communications and it was just more nerd stuff, but it's completely <laughs> fine. Um, but you know, and I think it was in there that I really, like, I think that's when like the light bulb went off and I was like, I kind of have like a gift for this. Cause you know, I got in there, you know, and you would have, you know, like your peers and I'd like, not to say it like braggingly, like, but things would just click it seemed like easier than for others, you know? And, and so that really solidified, you know, like this is, 
a gift. And like I said, what I believe from God. So got out of the Air Force and, you know, went back to school, got my electrical engineering degree, then ended up continuing on getting master's. And here I am today. And now God has taken so much of those skills and using them for kingdom in a way that I never would have imagined, you know, because I, so it was, it was about the time going into the Air Force, you know, 2010, 2011, a couple of really big years, got saved, got married, went to the Air Force, you know, whole new chapter. I mean, probably even a whole new book, like not even the same right. book anymore at that point. Um, so a lot changed um, in that time. So, you know, in those next couple of years, you know, getting my degree, you know, it's kind of like sometimes we look at, you know, ministry in such a narrow focus. It was like, how, how does an engineer fit into the kingdom? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, God already has everything made. Like, what does he need engineers for? But, you know, over the years, you know, it's really opened my eyes. And, you know, so being a part of this podcast, um, I also help out in the main church so coordinating. Wait, wait. You don't help out in the main church. You are the <laughs> yeah. technical director for the broadcast team. Kind of like this podcast. Yep. It's like, you know what I mean? Like Heavy it's lifting. Like, yeah, a yeah. lot of heavy lifting. It's yeah. not just something minimal that you're like, oh, I just show up on Sundays kind of maybe. Sound, cameras, yeah. lights. <clears throat> Uh, live stream, all of that falls. Again, people don't understand this. I can't explain this enough. Like, if you are looking at content coming from this house, <laughs> his hands are on it. You yeah. know, what I mean? like it's so like true. I just don't think people like you guys are obviously a ministry power couple. Coin that phrase, TM <laughs> trademark TM, because you guys do so much on so many different levels. I mean, on like again, like people just I don't. It baffles me because I feel like we. Kind of, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, I feel like we, like, contribute to this house. And then I look at other people, like, I don't do a thing. <laughs> I'm nowhere near it. You know, like, there's doing so much more. And, right. like, like knowing that the the audio, the visuals, the everything that we kind of see coming out digitally has got your fingerprint on it. Yeah. That's, right? Knowing, <laughs> knowing and talk about that, that's crazy. I mean, amazing. Like, it's such a blessing that you get to take that skill set yeah. and apply it. But it's, it's so interesting. So, like, as an engineer, like, part of what I do is – you take various small subsystems and you put them together to make your final product. And I feel like that's what I'm doing for the church. I'm taking, you know, we take the sound and we take the cameras and we take all these pieces and put them together for a final product. And it's so cool to look at, look at that. And like, I would have never, I would have never came up with that in my mind of mm -hmm. like equating those two things together, you know, but it does. And like I said, it's, it's so cool to look back now and think about things that, you know, impactful moments that really shifted the way that I look at things. And now God's using those moments. Um, so I'll think of like one example that I, I think back to from time to time. And, you know, I think me as a leader, you know, one thing that really shaped me, like being in the air force. Um, so working on the F-15 there, you know, it's, I was on a deployment and we got to see, um, some footage from one of the missions. And the situation was there was a ground forces that kind of walked into an ambush. Um, one of the guys was injured. They needed to medevac him. They're in this mountainous area. And the only place that the helicopter could land was where they got ambushed. And they couldn't get rid of the other wow. people to land the helicopter to get this guy out. And so they call the, you know, they call our jets that were in the area to be able to come through and clear out that ambush. Um, and then they were able to land the helicopter, get the guy out. And, you know, it was, you know, thankfully a happy ending to that story because they were able to get him out. 
this was, you know, by the time we got the report, it was a couple of weeks later. Um, and they were like, yeah, he made it. He got out, you know, he's in the hospital wow. recovering. And so, you know, in that moment, I looked at that and it was just like, if it wasn't for, you know, me fixing the jet and, you know, the other crew chiefs, you know, making sure that the oil's good and the fuel guy making mm-hmm. sure there's gas and, you know, and the logistics guy making sure that there's parts and tool, like all these pieces have to come together for that moment. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows what that moment is until after the fact. Mm-hmm. And so I now look at like the kingdom of God yeah. in that same light. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I'm just a greeter. I just run sound. And like, you know, you don't realize like the impact. And like, that was just one, one of the many, you know, we were there for six months and they had, we had jets in the air every single day. That was, so that was one of, you know, 180 missions or more that they were flying, you know, so so we don't realize the impact. And so I try to use, you know, that mentality of like, Hey, we all play a piece. So that's where, yeah, sometimes it's hard for me to be like, yeah, this, this would fail without me. You know, like, I don't like that mentality. You know, it's not like this is my thing. You know, it's like, no, we all have, a significant piece, whether right. you're in the forefront and the spotlight's on you or whether you're in the background and Absolutely. nobody even knows. It's good. It, there's no difference in importance in that. Well, just, we're all the body. We're all part exactly. of it. Right. You exactly. Know, and like, you might be a wrist. You know, I might yep. be a pinky. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like, who knows what part we play, but yeah. we're all integral to the part of, uh, to the body as a whole. Yeah. Um, but I think, and again, not to, not to, you know, braggadocious on you guys, but I think there is, though, a difference be being having a skill set for something and having a passion for it. Yeah. Yes. Like Definitely. there's a huge Definitely. separation between oh, I'm good at that versus I really want that to be blessed. Yeah. I, th- and that's, the, I think the difference with you though, is I think there is a desire to take your skill set, which you clearly have, but make it kingdom minded. Yeah. And that not everyone does that. Not yeah. everyone has that. And that's really something special, especially in this house. I mean, my gosh, yeah. it's, it's awesome. Yeah. I think uh, from the ground up, people see, you know, the platform, they see the lights, they yep. see the live stream go on. And there's so many more pieces. I think it's a beautiful illustration of what the body of Christ is. Yeah. It's like if the if the oil guy hadn't changed the oil or yeah. if the, you know, the one little computer trip didn't work in that yeah. air, it's not flying, it's not getting off the ground. Yeah. And then we don't complete the mission that we have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you uh, think about not only where your skills and the anointing on your life has taken you, what have been some of the biggest learning things that have come out of it? Things, revelations maybe is a better word than learning because you're plenty smart. <laughs> um, and we know you've researched it, but just thinking about your relationship <laughs> with God. Uh, I mean, it's true. No, no it's I've been sure. a, ben- measure, yeah. a beneficiary of his time and research and effort and be like, hey, Tanya, we have like, what do you think about these four things? And I researched this, this, and this is about, about podcasting. And I'm like, that is... Slide show presentations. I love it. I love it. I eat it up. Those are nice. I like (laughs) them. I, I, as a, as a fellow nerd, I eat that up. I'm Um, an analytics person, so I really appreciate analytics. (laughs) I I totally get it. Um, But just thinking about all of that in light of the way the Lord speaks to you and what you've learned along the way, as far as your walk with the Lord, and feel free to answer it too. Hmm. I mean, there's so much there. Uh, yeah, I think for me, especially right now where I'm at and, you know, what I'm working on, it's just, I feel like the church as a whole has been so, like, underplayed. You know, it's so undervalued. Um, and, and there's so much more to do there. And 
so I guess to re like rewind a little bit, you know, I grew up in a completely like unchurched home. Um, you know, never went to church. Like I got, I mean, it, it's sad. I, I could probably, you know, count the times I went to church on one hand, like up to like, you know, adulthood. Mm. It's like, I remember, I remember going to a lock-in in like sixth grade. And then I remember (laughs) (laughs) never again (laughs) going to like young life in high school, you know, and it was like, you know, very like, like I, it was so few that I can remember like those specific times. So, you know, my, you know, so looking back at it now and with this position and what we're doing here with the podcast, I'm like, there, you know, how many people, uh, how many of me are there out there right now that just, they don't know, like, like your only knowledge of God and Jesus and the Bible is like these like pop culture like references where it's like, you know, what do the movies say that Jesus is? Which we know is going to be a very distorted right. view <laughs> of who Jesus really is. Sure. Um, like, you know, so, you know, so like I said, it was, you know, 2010, 2011 is when I got saved. And, um, you know, I'm such like a processor, like. You know, that was a long, drawn-out process. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, this moment I got saved. It was like, you know, probably a year or more of chipping away of, like, you know, just trying to understand, like, who God is, what who Jesus is, what this whole thing is about. Because, like I said, it was such a distorted distorted view. And I I think sometimes we as a church, we take for granted, like, oh, yeah, we live in America. People know who Jesus is. They know who God is, you know, but it's not always that case. Right. Um. So having that, you know, and then coming into church and being so like, like Bible illiterate, like I remember, so in like 2011, I had been, I was in the Air Force and I was stationed, I was going through training up in Wichita Falls, which is like a couple hours north of here. So I'd come down on the weekends and, you know, would go to church here. This was like 2012. So like baby Christian. Um, and I remember coming to church here and Pastor Justin, like praying in tongues and me just thinking like, oh, what language is that? That's pretty cool. I didn't know he like <laughs> oh I didn't know God. he was so fluent and you know and and that's like all I like I had no idea. <laughs> he it was like he's yeah. so cultural. Um, you know my <laughs> like I think one of the thoughts was probably like, oh well, you know, in Boondock Saints, then they would pray in Latin, so maybe that's one of the th- you know like <laughs> oh my god exactly like we're doing a Boondock Saints reference. like like <laughs> this is the best podcast ever. Pop, like pop culture Jesus is not the real Jesus you know I like so it you know. You don't realize, oh I think gosh. at the church, we take for granted that, you know, we're around spiritual people who know spiritual principles. Right. That you don't realize, like, there's a whole world out there that this is foreign. they don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't know the goodness that's out there for them. Mm-hmm. They don't know the, the peace and the joy and, you know, the healing that's just waiting for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I feel like part of my job is how do we get that to those people that that aren't going to come into the church that are going to, you know, I mean, even the people that are in the church, so many of them yes. that are Christians don't understand exactly right. what they're not. Yeah. Doing. I mean, I was one of those people, so I yeah. get it. Yeah. Like, I get it. You just living in lack and not even aware of well, it. And when you get saved as an adult, you don't have a frame of reference for that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, I remember going to church when I was finally saved and being like, I don't, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. And, and being able <laughs> to have, happy? <laughs> having people around you that, that loved you through that time yeah. because oh, it wasn't, yeah. it's not like you, you don't like fit in quote unquote, you, you kind of stand out as someone like what are, oh, yeah. now that now's the time to stand and now's, now's the time to sit <laughs> and 
what is this little cut? Okay. <laughs> you know, it's all It was different, things. though. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, we I'm we a little started, more thirsty than this. Right? <laughs> Guys. Uh, uh, but we started dating in 2010. Yes. So, like, that shows reference. You know, right. I was yeah. from this house. So when he would ask me questions, I'm like, it's just what we do. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's just what we do. It was almost just like a language barrier. Yeah, you know, she like, would say yeah. things. And, and he wouldn't like, understand. I'm like, well, I don't know how else yes. to explain it. So I'm like, you're going to have to research it. You're going to have to do your own understanding of it. And yeah. that's really what helped him like dive in and understand. And then obviously just being connected and learning and keep growing and that hunger that, you know, he, that's inside of him. That was a huge part of it. Yeah. When I think that's, that's, I think, the big divide. Some people start that journey and then just kind of get tired of it. Yeah. Or, mm -hmm. like, they get complacent or they get comfortable. Yeah. You know, and, like, where they don't keep that hunger fresh, desire yeah. to keep moving, moving, mm -hmm. moving, moving. And that's where I think the one of the blessings that God gave you is that desire for excellence. Yeah. You know, hey, I can't right. settle for just a decent yeah. relationship with the Lord. I can't settle for a decent relationship with whatever it is I'm doing. Right. I need... I need to experience All it. In. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is great. Like, I mean, it really is. It can, it can be a bad thing. Yeah. If it's not kingdom minded, you know yeah. I mean? like, but it can be really a blessed anointed thing, which is why I think where you're operating in now. And we receive the most mm -hmm. of that selfishly because we are a part of the things that you are putting your, your, Both your gifts you. to it. Yeah. 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 It's crazy to be on like, you know, like the, <clears throat> the amount of appreciation and respect and, and, and love that we have for what you guys do here. I just really, I want people to understand, like it really is significant. It's yeah. not nothing. And it's, like we get the joy of showing up. Mm. I get the joy of showing up. <laughs> but like, like, like so many people that are part of this, you, you just, you're humbled by the amount of people that have a love for this that don't get any, they're not on the forefront of any of it. Yeah. It's just behind the scene people who love what we're doing in this house. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's so baffling. And it's, it's wonderful to have people like you, couples like you that yeah. have a heart for that. Um, one of my very favorite illustrations is always the fivefold illustration with the hand, like, um, the fivefold ministry gifts, you know, pastor, evangelist, pastor, teacher, apostle, all of those gifts are like 5% of the body of Christ. Yeah. And then there's couples like you all throughout yeah. the big church, all throughout the kingdom yeah. that are the 95% that are leading the 95%. We didn't even mention that they were Thrive Group leaders, <laughs> you know. There's not I one mean, thing, we'd be here all day. <laughs> right. If, like, there's like a litany of like all the things they do. It's right. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, like when I say a ministry power couple. Right. They're the definition right. of that, like on every single level. Well, it, it is the helps ministry. It's an administration. It's the, the broadcast team that. Worship that, team, broadcast team. Uh, right. Especially, I mean, I could go, what, is there something, it'd be easier to say, what don't you guys do here? Yeah. You know, I mean, that would be the shorter conversation. It would be. Children's, I think, is the only one now. We yeah. used to do youth. You used to do youth. So used to do youth. We used to do youth. Yeah. Now yeah. we're, we're young adults. Kids. So all the youth that were youth with you about? are now young adults yeah. with yeah. you, right? Well, I say all that to say, like, like the heartbeat of what we do at, at Heritage is in you guys. Yes. You guys do it. You see it. Without you, the anointing. And I don't, I, I mean, I know we're, we're putting a lot of, but without the gifts that you bring and the heart, the anointing can't go forth when, when pastor preaches. He's he's not able to, I mean, there's just such a support that comes around him, and you guys are huge, huge parts of that. Um, and when I think about what our church is all about, which is making winners in life, and you know this question because you've already answered it <laughs> Yeah, a few I've times. done it twice. <laughs> um, but making winners in life is I'm what done. we do here. <laughs> I'm done. Like, Brad can totally, it's all on you, honey. All Three on times you. a lady. No, you know what I mean? like, please, please, no. So, Brad, tell us, what does making winner, making winner in life mean to you? Um, so, obviously, I've heard this 
question a lot. You've heard so. it at least uh, 50 anyone, times. You've heard yeah. this I've question. had plenty <laughs> of time to prepare, right? So raise the bar. Um, so for me personally, one of the first scriptures that I really grabbed onto um, was Romans 12 two. Like I said, I was completely Christian illiterate, you know, um, so I was like, okay, I got, I got some major work to do here and, you know, in the, in the renewing area of my life. Um, but it's never stopped, you know, like I remember like that stuck out to me and I was like, okay, I'm going to have, let me read a few books and I'm going to get renewed and we're going to be good. Right. And then it's like <laughs> another level and then another right. level and then another good. level. So now, you know, how I try to just live my life, it's, am I better today than I was yesterday? And what am I doing to be better tomorrow than what I am today? You know, and I feel like if that is our mentality, we're always trying to get closer to God. We're always trying to do what God's calling us to do. We're always trying to, if that's our purpose and if we're being intentional with that, um, good then, <laughs> Sorry. Really then good. you're going to, you're going to be like Paul and get to the end and say, I, I ran my race. I know I did what I, what, what God was calling me to do because every day you're making that that purpose. So just, you know, so I always just fall back to Romans 12 too. And it's, it's the renewing of your mind. You know, it's, it's a nonstop process. It's not, you know, I, I wish maybe it would have said once you renewed your mind, then you'll know, you know, but no, it's, it's the renewing. So it's nonstop. It's something that we're always going to be doing. So, so that to me is how you become a winner in life. It's just, are you always getting a little bit better, a little bit closer to God, a little bit more into your calling, you know, are we just always, or are we just going to settle back and say, Oh, you know, I checked the box. I went to church this week. That's good enough. You know, that's a great that's, answer. I, I love it too. Cause it, it is a scary place to be in when you're comfortable, mm -hmm. like comfortable, meaning not sure. no desire to move forward. And we've yeah. kind of talked about mm -hmm. this in other, it's a consistent thing where people just get really comfortable with where they're at spiritually. Yeah. You know, I'm as guilty as anybody have been in those seasons where I'm like, I'm kind of, you know, and there is no, there is no idol in your faith. You're either going yeah. towards mm -hmm. them or you're not. Yeah. And it's tough to say it that way, but it's totally true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, uh, the, uh, one of our first memories for me and my, my wife, we had dinner at your guys' house. Yeah. yeah. And for people who don't know, Brad <laughs> makes a majorly delicious ribeye. Uh, converted my wife, actually. Let's <laughs> talk about that. My wife's like, I don't want any steak. And then she had two. So not to call her out, yeah. but it was a good ribeye. She ate mine and hers. Um, but like you guys do walk that out on a, on a consistent basis. Like how you guys are on Sunday is how you are on Monday and how you're on Tuesday. And that desire and that, per, like that, that the sincerity of your faith it's not a joke. It's not yeah. a game. It's not, it really is how you guys live your life. And it's so inspiring for people that, that are like new to this house or anywhere else. Like it's, it's super impressive. You guys are, have always been people that were like, wow, they're and, doing life right. And it's a great example to all the teams that you call mm -hmm. all the yeah. people that, that are looking to you guys for direction and to, to know that their leaders are truly hearing from God yeah. on everything that they do. So, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not always something that just comes naturally to, you know, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, I think I was at a really comfortable spot. You know, I was on the worship team. I was serving. I was doing the things. And it was fun and it was comfortable. It wasn't too much. wasn't too little. Just right, you know. And then. <laughs> boxed it. Yeah. And then it was like, you know, this podcast kind of took off. So that was like another thing. I was like, okay, but well, that's not too bad. And then I remember like we were talking and being on the worship team looking back, it was like, man, we need some help in this, you know. We need someone, you know, we got the sound, we got the broadcast, but so like disorganized, like, you know, there's not, 
someone should really, you know, do that. Someone. Like so someone, someone, so someone needs phrase. to do that. Someone. Someone and then it was like, yeah. and then it was like four months later, it was like, Hey, do you want to, you want to step into that position? Person. I was like, I was like, I will just cause I know it, it was a needed, but there's been lots of times I was like, what did I get myself into? You know, <laughs> like, uh, can I read, read, but you know, it's been good. Like I said, it was needed. Um, but I, I wouldn't change it. too. Yeah. Our why of being here is like, we know that God's called us here to mm-hmm. help this house specifically. So if we consistently keep that on the forefront of our minds yep. of like, why are we here? Why are we at heritage? Because we're called here. God yeah. has placed us here. So what are we going to do with that? Yeah. You know, and I think that's why like, okay, you have a need here. You need help here. You know, how can we help? You know, mm-hmm. that's such a huge thing for me because it's like, well, no, God's called us here. Yeah. So I, and I think that's what has helped us, yeah. you know, yeah. with it. Yeah. Keep the perspective, so understand. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Taking those steps into mm-hmm. God's calling. They're not always the easiest and most comfortable steps, but yeah. it's the necessary and most fulfilling. That's great. This was fun. It was really good. <laughs> you guys are, I seriously, I, I've been looking forward to this as one of the conversations I'm Me really too. looking forward to, just because I know how important Brad and you guys both are to this sure. entire process. So I was really excited to let all of you join in on the inside information that we know about about brad and about marty about so i was just did you guys have fun that was fun did you enjoy it yeah we are so happy you're here so thank you all for coming uh for coming for listening for (laughs) watching uh we love you guys we appreciate it join us next friday for another winning conversation and another turn the table i believe right oh i'm just excited all right we'll talk to you soon